Hello, star lovelies. It's a great time to be a soul. Today we're talking about, are you in your power or are you out of your power? The top three clues that you're giving your power away. Number one, you hide from the spotlight. You don't speak up. You listen to others say the ideas that have already been swirling in your head. You think that you need way more credentials in order to be able to begin or continue. If I only get this certification, or if I learned this one more thing, or if my website had, you know, updates or new information on it, then I could dot, dot, dot. Second clue, you don't ask for what you want. In fact, it could be to the extreme that you put others before you. So you're over caring, you're stepping into their lives and their lanes versus staying in your own because it's easier, it feels better. You'd rather be looking externally than looking internally. Or it can be the other side of that, which is overachieving. You need to prove yourself again and again and again. When I get this award or this number of, these number of followers or um, this number of um, clients, or if I only make this amount. And when I do, then I will be, you know, successful or powerful, or I will have arrived. The third clue is that you're struggling for success. You either hold on to control way too strongly. You're a perfectionist. You know, you need to do the, I need to dot all the I's and cross all the T's because if it's, if it's, you know, to this level of completion, then all the things will fall into place. When I have these types of reels, when I hire this um, video editor, or when I launch my podcast or write my book, and I need to do all of those things and do them to such an extreme that they're all perfect. Or you don't let others support you at all. So you're a soloist. I can do it myself. It's easier when I do it myself. It will take too long to explain. No one does it right. I um, always am disappointed when people don't meet either the deadline or my expectations. So I'm going to do it myself. You're limiting yourself, of course, because there's only so many hours in the day. There's only so many things that you're super, super talented at. And there's too many things to do as an entrepreneur. And let's just face it. There are way too many things to do. And so what ends up happening, that creates chaos because you'll be inconsistent because there's so many balls in the air and you're diving for the one that's going to hit, you know, the ground first. So therefore it's leading to stress. It's leading to exhaustion. It's most likely leading to overwhelm. And so when you hit that point, you then pull back and you are not performing really probably anywhere. And then there's, you know, three or four balls that hit the ground and then you get disappointed in that. And so then you pull back more. And in most cases, you'll end up being paralyzed and then not showing up, probably at a key time. So which ones are true for you? Whenever I talk about this in groups, large groups, small groups, in person, online, I am getting nods and smirks and, oh no, there's so many of them that are true. This is why power is 
critical. Power is at the core of every single thing. Whether it's you want success, you're looking for being truly aligned in your purpose so that you are having more ease and more flow, or if you're looking for increased prosperity, you're looking either for consistent growth or you're looking for consistent results, or maybe you're looking to improve your bottom line. No matter what area you're looking for, advancement, improvement, more efficiency, power is at the key. So when you're holding yourself from your power, you're, you're creating blocks to your success. Now, I have a client example, the story of Charlotte. She, when she came to me, she was not in her power. She was leaving money on the table, meaning that she had so much more capacity than she was realizing. She knew it, but didn't know the extent of it. She had said to me, I am, you know, my staff isn't dependable. I am not able to rely on them. I can't, I can't leave them on their own. That was, that was what she saw as, as her limiting factor. And she was right. But it was so much more than that because no, not only was she over under hiring, she was actually not realizing, not knowing, not becoming aware of her own limiting factors, even into the extent of this is how much money I could be making with my current, um, you know, foundations in place, with my current capacity for my my people, myself. In this case, she had a restaurant, so in her space, and she was not hiring to the level that she needed. And why? Because she was lacking confidence. That becomes less obvious. That we really needed to peel the the layers away um, from, like you know, almost this veil of truth, and helping her realize, gee, this is what it would look like to have an incredible staff meeting your needs and exceeding your expectations. They would be motivated and inspired. They would have ideas. They would be connected. They would they would roll up their sleeves and dive right in. They would do something before you even thought of doing it. They would take complete ownership of their roles. And so therefore, not only would the job description and the expectation responsibilities want to be outlined, but your expectations and how you're communicating with them and what you're, you're letting them take take responsibility for and trusting them with also needs to shift. And then there were places where there there was investments that were being taken advantage of. There was there was money, if you will, with grants or with certain councils or or with research and development. And those things can be different for each person, each entrepreneur, but there typically is something out there. And so because she was limiting her power, she was limiting her growth in a numerous ways. And so when we started working together, I always follow my three-step success-making methodology of do you know, like, and trust yourself. So with the knowing, it was figuring out the full capacity, not only of her you know, brick and mortar, so her um, space, but her own calendar, her own time, her own energy, and then the energy and time and skill set of the people that she was working with. So this is where the liking piece comes in. 
do I like myself enough to be acting in my power so then I can delegate and give over responsibility and connect with others in ways that are mutually beneficial so that one plus one equals more than two, it equals three or more. And then the trusting comes into play. Can I trust myself enough in order to be able to dot, 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 rely on others, ask for support, receive support, be able to walk away knowing full well that things are going to be taken care of. And so that comes from practice and experience. And so as we were working together, Charlotte was realizing that, gee, not only do I need to know what it is that I'm looking for and what it is that can be you know, realistic for me as I continue to grow, but I now need to actually start doing some healing, start releasing blocks, start, start, you know, overcoming those insecurities or those trigger points or the lack of trust. And so we did a lot of healing rituals and we did a lot of healing exercises. And then with that trust, gee, you know what? In this case, I stood up and I stood in my power and this is what it looked like and this is what it felt like. And so this constant recognition of, gee, this is what it looks like when I'm not in it oh, now I'm, I'm aware of it. I can really feel that. Okay, if I just switch this one activity, if I just speak up now, if I just recognize how it is that I want to be unwavering, then I can have that point that is more solid. And then that unwavering point can grow and there can be a ripple effect. So you too can stand in your power. The first key is to recognizing when you're not. And we just went in through those three clues and I went through all that conversation and you knew that there was, ooh, this one is a little bit more in my lane than this other one. Hmm, I wonder how that shows up. And you can start putting that antenna up and recognizing it. The second thing is to take action, is to actually say, okay, guess what? I wasn't in my power. I wasn't in my truth. I wasn't aligned with my energy. I wasn't I wasn't looking out for my own best interest. I didn't take myself into account. Okay, I'm going to take action and do that. And do it in the way that is that is meaningful for you and is right for you. We have different ways that we use our power. Recognizing yours is key and then taking action on in your own way is the second key. And then the third key is to be kind to yourself. Get support. This isn't something that you just started doing yesterday. This isn't something that's going to shift tomorrow. It's going to take some time. It's going to take some steps. It's going to take some practice. So recognizing that getting support is really important. So where is the support? Well, the beautiful news is it's all around you. Support is everywhere. Support is within yourself, of course. And once you start with that awareness, and then you can open yourself, open your heart up, and to start having that liking yourself and taking care of yourself and nurturing yourself, and then opening up to that will of trust, being able to take action with that. That will feel super supportive as you're taking those micro steps, baby steps, do it in bite-sized pieces. 
The universe supports you. The stars are supporting you. The sun supports you every single day and offers his, his energies. There are other planets that support you. The moon supports you. And you can step into her power, whether you're trying to manifest a desire or you're looking to release a block. And so recognizing and knowing how the, the earthly energies work and how the stars work in tandem is super helpful. You can tuck those tools right into your back pocket. And also recognizing that like-minded people support you. So having a beautiful, luscious community of whether it's a small community that's really intimate or whether it's a larger community that you just feel like yourself. It is a safe space in order for you to be you. Be you when you are at your high point and also be you when at your, you're at your lower point and you can look to others either by asking them or, or by identifying, ooh, gee, I really like how he or she did this or that. Mm. I'm going to then start to recognize that that's something that I might want to incorporate into my own life, into my own business. And then saying yes to support, saying yes to being able to identify it, being able to ask for it and being able to receive it. So I have power at the core and in the central aspect of all the work that I do. In fact, it's my mission. My mission is to help you live your soul mission and your birthright to become rich and powerful. And so I have this lovely um, stepping stone program called Rich and Powerful Leaders Academy. And you might want to check it out. I'm going to go ahead and drop the link in the show notes and you can just read about it. See what kind of spurs and stirs and and in a beautiful way agitates the recognition that hmm, I'm not in my power. Hmm, I would really love to get support. Hmm, this is right for me or it's not right for you. Either way, it's perfect because you're identifying that you are enabling for you to be able to step into your power in order to be able to get the success that you've been desiring. Thank you for listening. Remember to check out my website at kimwoods.com for my latest Star Power for Success live workshop. And to find out your intuitive success signature, take my 12-question Do You Know, Like, and Trust Yourself quiz at knowyourlifequiz.com. I've so enjoyed our time together as it's filled with the power of the stars plus strategy to clear the pathway to your success. Until next time, happy soul tidings.